Once again, you are welcome to the program, Bible Answer Man. My name is Pastor Mauli Chikata, and tonight, I'm sitting in for your regular host, Reverend Fred McDavis. As announced earlier, tonight we are looking at the modern-day Christianity and the challenges thereof. My guests are seated. Joining us tonight is Reverend Solomon Norti of Mount Zion Methodist Church in Sakumono, the resident minister. Reverend Solomon, you are welcome to the program. Thank you. Also tonight is our regular panel member, the Cardinal himself, Reverend Cephas Amate. Good evening to you. Well, good evening. Especially good to see you today. Good to see you too. How has your Sunday been? We're very quiet. I just finished um, a, se- a, se- a seminar for uh, Bishop Mills. You know, he has all these rural ministers and uh, I've been with them at the Blekuma. So mm. I just drove straight here from there. Wow, wow. We are honored to have you yes, tonight. Yes. Reverend Solomon, how's your day been? It's been great. It's been great. Very good. We thank uh, God. I had some powerful sermon from one of my sons today in church and uh, it made my day very good <laughs> <laughs> so we want to kick start tonight's program um as announced our topic for tonight is the modern day christianity the challenges that we have i want to start with reverend safers um you have been in town for a long while i remember listening to you back in the day on joy fm and then when I went to school at Radio Universe, and then I used to listen to you on Sunny FM, and tonight I'm sitting here with you. So on City FM. On City FM, 97.3. <laughs> Undisputed. <laughs> so you've been around for a while. When we talk about the modern-day Christianity and the challenges we are having, looking at how Christianity used to be in your time and today, what will be that which you will start the discussion with? Well, I think there's in a, in a certain, you know, in a certain core or traditional sense, really there's nothing like modern-day Christianity or olden-day Christianity. Mm. It's just Christianity or it's not. Mm. Um, but, of course, in terms of application, which, is always, which has always been the battleground, because the, the challenge of the faith is not justification but sanctification because justific- justification is positional. Sanctification is like is the hardest part of it all. You know, it's a process. We building, we are saved. We have been saved. We shall be saved. So, and in the in the fight for that, to retain that close work with the Lord, leadership across the divide and across time, have done their best to uphold the best values. The methods that worked then may not work now, but religion plays into the faith. Because what is taught as healthy cultural, social cultural practice yesterday is now taught as unprecedented biblical truth. And that is where we have the varieties because, you know, I'm the Lord, I change not. So God has no really major changes to make subjectively, whether we are in 1920 or 1822 or 2019. God does not change. It's how is the system, the society, and the growth patterns that change. Uh, yesterday, the issue was when TVS came to town, 
and all of a sudden something people could be glued to a set and watch people and then they saw certain things come on on the TV to to those who fought for the faith at a certain level the TV became the devil's tool mm. but to those who went through time and saw the other side of what TV can do it became a tool for God so um, you know George Whitefield had to ride on a horseback and go so many miles to preach and shout at the top of his lungs, Billy Graham can use a microphone. Mm. And today, Reverend can just get on his phone, wherever he is. He could even be preparing to preach, but he could still relay messages, you know, via his um, WhatsApp or, you know, Twitter or Snapchat, Instagram and all that. So the core faith does not change, Mm. but the application and how we assimilate it works with our cultural norms and that mm. is the challenge we face today and it's tough the reverend Sefa speaks about culture um how is culture affecting the 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 christianity we have in our world today so you want us to go there <laughs> <laughs> okay he started with culture <laughs> okay I, so so i think we should touch on it for a while he, he started from a position that i so much like mm-hmm. he's before he came into culture mm-hmm. he 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 referenced uh ecclesiastes 1 yeah, yeah. 9 mm-hmm. where it says that there's nothing you understand yeah what has been will be, yeah. it will be done again. Mm-hmm. And so there's not really anything new. It is just uh, the changing... The dispensational. The changing, uh, you know, dispensations that has affected the Christian practice. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come to co- talk about culture, truth does not change. Exactly. If something is true, it should be universally true. It should be timelessly true. It should be a preset in all things at all times and under all circumstances. So truth itself will not change. And so the application of truth must elicit the same results no matter what the context is. What it means is that the way we apply truth in particular context should be carefully done so that the essence of the gospel will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Let me speak about culture. Let me pick on one aspect of uh, some of the practices in our modern day, which I think is very damaging. Okay. You would have heard uh, uh, Pastor, Billy Gr- uh, Pastor uh, Benny Hinn not too long ago mm-hmm. making a case that he used to sell the gospel as it were. Mm-hmm. And he's no, no longer going to do that and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking myself, when did he realize that telling somebody to give a thousand dollars so that he will be healed mm-hmm. is the sale of the gospel? Mm-hmm. He was there when people like uh, he, he was there when people. People like uh, 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 this man uh, who was selling this gospel in America. Uh, uh, what, what was his name? This man who went to... Jimmy Swaggart. Jimmy, yeah. Swaggart. He did all these things. Yeah. He stole the gospel and he went to prison for that. Mm-hmm. He was there. Yeah. But he didn't learn any lesson. Today, after making so much gains from people, mm-hmm. you are saying that it's, it's, yeah. you no longer do that and it's mm-hmm. wrong. Katrin Kuma was not doing that. No. Uh, so he, he did those things 
out of his own volition. Right. Now, so speaking speaking about this cultural issue, also, Christianity is about the salvation that God gave to us. Yes. The major question that I think we need to answer, that every African Christian should be able to answer, and I, I, I want to just pitch it to African Christianity, that the African Christian must answer to be able to enjoy the liberty of God is the question of, have I been saved? Mm. And mm. if Jesus has saved me, what has he saved me from? Osofo has already mentioned that salvation is a process. We have been saved, we, we are being saved, we shall and be we saved. shall be yeah. saved. saved. But what have we been saved from? from yeah. What are we being saved from? Mm. And what shall we be saved from? Which should be the very foundation upon which we call ourselves Christians. Christians. It's very basic. Mm. But the first one is what we should be able to answer. If Jesus has saved me, the mm. completed aspect of it, which one has he done? Mm. In modern day Christianity, because we have not been able to teach this properly, the gospel has rather become a tool for entrapping people. Mm. and enslaving people. That is what modern Christianity appears to be putting at the disposal of those who have a question with the foundation of their Christian life. Yes, very well. Thank you very much, Reverend Solomon. And let me also say a very big thank you for starting the program. My producer, Reverend uh, Mauli Chikata, thank you very much. Dear listener, it is an honor to come back again. And when you work with uh, very good uh, technical people, crew people, uh, when there is a flaw, you don't even realize it. Reverend Fred McDavis is my name, and the program is Bible Answer Man. We're looking at uh, the Christianity and the modern challenges it has come with. Um, Reverend Doctor Norte, I wonder why you've not been using it, but I know you <laughs> you spend a lot you spent a lot of time looking and money, books. yes, and money. You know, <laughs> getting that, and at a relatively very young age, God has been gracious for to, for you to get to that. But then. If, um, well, I, I was listening on when I was coming, uh, yeah. Cardinal, and the very first submission you made that if we want to talk about Christianity, then it's supposed to be Christianity. It doesn't matter which era you find yourself in. But we are also aware of the fact that the changes in the, the evolving that has come with it and the things it has left at our disposal. Um, what are some of the things we can really, uh, we are really gr grappling with? Because you just mentioned that what have have we been saved from uh, uh reverend um cardinal what what before you become a christian what was happening to you why did you really need to be rescued for i was shaping in iniquity mm. and in sin did my mother conceive me mm. if we say we have no sins yeah. we deceive ourselves and yeah. his word is not in us exactly. but if we confess our sins is faithful and just, and just to forgive us our sins and to, and to cleanse, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. unrighteousness. Yeah. The fundamentally, Judaism teaches that um, you earn your forgiveness. Okay. As I said, at least money the Judaism and but Christianity teaches that Christ went to Calvary. Okay. The 
It's a long thing because they are the theologians. They, they teach them Lord books. You always, you always when he said that I'm at home. By the time, by you know, the time we get through, you would have theologized. <laughs> you know, they teach that, but you know, they will teach so many things. But basically, at the end, it says that justification is pronounced in the throne room, and then okay. regeneration occurs in the human spirit. Yeah. That's what it is. Also, it's purely the work of Christ that you. Uh, are, you know, open up to appropriate mm, subjectively, mm, you know, to yourself because he doesn't save us in mass. No. He offers us the salvation in mass, but we must appropriate it individually, not necessarily collectively. So we open up your heart that you can save yourself, that based on what Christi- the tenets of Christianity, you can do A, B, and C and have your sins cleansed. Okay. But you accept what Christ has done, that Jesus paid it all. When he said, it is finished, he has still not gone to heaven, but what was needed, the ingredient that will be needed to finalize the project has now been fully been, delivered. Okay. The, 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 the lamb slain from the foundations of the world yeah. was now on the, on the block so, for so, us. So, so basically, so Christ, you, you, we needed that help. That uh, is, yeah, we, that we is it. We shaping in iniquity. And in sin. So we needed Christ. On, um, in our hearts to okay. accept him because everything through time led you know it started with uh, a sheep for a, a person for a family for a society and of course um this behold the lamb of god we take away the sin of the of the world well, so yeah. he he did it all for us and fundamentally christianity says you don't have the only thing you can contribute to your redemption is are your sins okay. it's your sinful <laughs> nature because Christ, you just accept him yeah. you don't Use your faith or anything. You just say, "I accept you," okay. and then, and then and you die. So, at the core, that is it. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I said in the intro that that's the easiest part. And then, as long as you are alive, is the real thing, the sanctification, where which you is are where being saved. saved. Yeah, because now we are working, you are acting, you are live, you are seeing dangerous things. Mm, mm. Uh, reality, reality, realities. Reality. The challenge to your faith <laughs> in various areas and the temptations. Yes, and um, learning to. Uh, as I was teaching them tonight, I was talking about, see, when, if the word really works with us, mm. we will not easily be into so many things. It's the word. Yes, you know. The word. Yeah, the word, you and, know, the and word and is the difference. Not to take the wind out of yourself, no, no. but you see, before we even go any further, um, I don't know, but let me come to you, uh, Reverend Norte. The... The, the kind of definition we have given to the faith which is needed for us to be saved on the premise of grace. I have a feeling that within these modern times, our definition of faith is a bit flawed, which makes it such that our Christianity in the usage of faith is directed towards a different, um, um, I mean, it's going towards a different direction altogether in comparison to the kind of Christianity we were were supposed to have inherited from the apostles when Paul begins to expand and expostulate on what faith is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's true. That's why I wrote faith and common sense for for effective living. (laughs) Because I realized that people were misapplying what faith actually is in the context of the Bible. Yes, but we, we need faith to live a Christian life within yes. every era. Yes, we need faith. Faith is very important. Mm. But but what is faith? Mm. That's the question we need to answer. Okay. And what is faith in the context of the Bible? Okay. Because the devil came mm. trying to force false faith okay. out of Jesus. Yes. By saying that if you jump, 
the angels will so, catch him. Yeah. So he was um, encouraging him to exercise faith. False but faith. This, yes. Okay. False faith. Mm. Um, on biblical faith. Okay. On prescribed faith. Faith. Mm. It does not fall within the lines and patterns of biblical wow. prescription. Wow. Wow. So when you do that, you have been foolish. You have not exercised mm, faith. Mm. And yet the devil came quoting the scriptures. Mm. And that is where my issue is because everything about the problems we see related to Christianity has got to do with the interpretation or rather misinterpretation and misapplication yes, of the Bible. Because yes. once the scriptures are misinterpreted, mm. they will be misapplied. Once they are misinterpreted, they will certainly be misapplied. Um, Cardinal, yeah. are we countenancing the wrong usage of faith within this modern Christian uh, remit we have? Are we uh, using faith? Because like I said, the devil came tempting Jesus and he was speaking faith language. Yes. You see, in the scripture that I just opened it, that uh, Reverend alluded to, yeah, uh, one of the uh, one of the then everything the devil said was in a sense factual because he said that he said in the Matthew four, uh, they said unto him, "If that be the Son of God, cast thyself down for his mm, written, mm. he shall give his angels it charge concerning thee." He quoted that was true, and then and Jesus said unto him, "It is also, it's written again." And then he comes to the eighth verse in chapter four, and he says again, mm. "The devil taketh him mm. up into an exceeding high mountain, and sheweth him all the kingdoms of the world, the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them." Yes. And here is it, and he said unto him, "All these things will I give thee, if thou fall down and worship me." So my point is, if this is described, and, and that's, I want to ask you a point. If mm. this is the temptation, if this were described as a temptation, then to an extent, the devil had the ability to do what he said he was going to do. Yeah. And Jesus must have recognized that. Exactly. And then said Jesus unto him, get thee hence, Satan. See, the first time he did it, he also said, it is written. Mm. But this one was heavy. This time around, yes. This is heavy. And he said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, mm. for it is written, mm -hmm. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and he him only yeah. shalt thou serve. Mm. And this is the thing. We have no issues with our cultures, with our traditions, if we, align, if we line our lives mm. with the written word. Because those things are supposed to line with us, with the word. This is where we take our authority from, God's word. Mm. So we just have to do what Christ always did, apply the word. the word. And you notice he could have engaged him in discussions. But that would be, what would that have been? Mm. Etymological fallacy, just arguments here and there. Yeah. He just went to the word. If we will look at issues from the perspective of the word, then we retain a game changer. Mm. But when we seize that and we start looking at issues from what somebody thought, what somebody said, we lose ground. Because we are, our whole life is more defined today than ever before okay. by the written word of the Lord. So if we can stay. So the difficulty we have is that we don't know the word. We don't know. The we word. don't know it. Mm. You know, we don't understand it well. I mean, and flip back to the book of Genesis. What happened? 
Yeah, I've got said. You shall know each so, of the trees so of the garden. All this while it has been about it's, it the comes word. to it, that. It's been also it's been about the work. Mm. That's it. And, and, and you see this yeah, test yeah, he quoted. It. Mm. That's it. The devil came quoting the word, but I've always said it in mm-hmm. John chapter eight <laughs> verse uh, uh, John eight forty four. Yes. The devil, it's, Jesus says yeah. that uh, uh, the devil is the father of all lies, yes. and when he speaks lies, he speaks his native language. Mm. That's it. I have told my co- my friends yes. that listen, the word of God in the mouth of the devil is lies. Wow. The word of yes. God in the mouth of the devil, it doesn't matter how it sounds like it, it is lies. still lies. That is why the Bible can be used mm. to mislead people. Oh. So, Osofu is talking about the holistic understanding of the word. Because mm. the devil quoted That's the exactly. word. Yeah. But Jesus had to quote another scripture to put what the devil quoted in perspective. Mm-hmm. To say that, yes, this is written. But this is another thing which is written. Mm-hmm. In other words, no scripture is of private interpretation. Wow. Wow. It must fall in so, line. W- w- when we quote a scripture, we must be able to find other supporting scriptures to make the truth complete. Complete. It must be complete. Otherwise, we'll use it to mislead people. And I've been saying it. Mm. There are so many people who have been misled mm. in, more in church than they have been misled wow. in the worldly system. Mm, mm, mm. Dear listener, your dial is still on 97.3 30 FM. The program is Bible Answer Man. One more time, thank you, Reverend Mauli Chikata, for starting the program on my behalf. I'm Reverend Fred McDavis. We are uh, Facebook Live on Facebook.com forward slash city 973 and city is spelled C I T I. Um, Reverend. Um, so, uh, so Reverend Dr. Solomon Norte again, if it has always been about the word from the very beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, verse two, and the earth was without form. And God said the word. I mean, all it has always been because of why is modern Christianity so deceived in the word? Because people do not place value on the word. Mm. Whatever you don't mm. place value on, you cannot draw virtue from. Wow. And whatever you don't place value on, you cannot draw goodness, you cannot draw power, you cannot draw treasures from. No, you cannot. And I have always been saying it that I get shocked mm. that someone goes to the university to read economics for four years, <laughs> to read sociology for four years, to read psychology for four years, and the person knows uh, psychology, he has read for four years, philosophy, she has read for four, four years, years, more than a person knows or understands the Bible. Mm. For me, mm. it's a big anomaly. Mm. Because if you claim you have been a Christian for 20 years, for 25 years, and yet the Bible you have been studying for 25 years, you have less so, understanding of it. And you, you are more schooled you, in yes. something that you learned for four years. If you want to, it, it will take you, let's say, let's say, approximately 11 to 12 years to move from first degree to master's yeah, to your yeah, PhD. Yes. That's if the PhD is taking around five years mm. and all that. So just 11 years. And you become an authority in a particular in area field. of study. Mm. And you have been studying the Bible. That is if you've been studying it. That is if you've been studying it, I think. For well, 20 years. The nail, yeah. And yet somebody comes and picks the Bible and misleads you. Mm. 
I usually like to quote the incident of Jericho. It's one of my popular. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, go ahead sir. That I've heard a lot of people interpret that uh, uh, Joshua six, mm. and they say the walls of Jericho were broken with a shout. Mm. And I say no, <laughs> no. Once you teach people that the walls of Jericho were broken with a shout, shout yes. you have done what I call selective amplification. Mm. You have selected something out of a general test and, and amplified it yes. and left all the others that are important. Because in the incident of Jericho, there were a number of things God told them, told to, them do. to do. not just one And the thing. shout was the last thing. Mm. But the last thing was not the most important thing. In any case, in that event, you see that they observed more silence than noise making. Yes. Because the first six days, they went around the wall quiet. And the seventh day, they went around the wall seven times quiet. They went around the wall 13 times. Yeah. Recently, I was speaking at a pastor's conference. And I asked them how many times the Israelites went around the wall. They said seven. <laughs> and I said, seriously? Mm. Look, there's a common passage in the Bible. And you are preachers of the word. Ezra committed himself to the study mm. of the word and the practice of the word before teaching the word. Mm. Mm. But we are not doing lifestyle propagation of the gospel. We are just studying and teaching. And it, that is even if we are studying. Mm. So, do you know what you do? You mislead people when you tell them the wall of Jericho was broken with a shout. Because now you tell them that you apply it and say that, well, if you shout, every trouble you have is going to come down. Mm. When what's the test actually teaching is complete obedience to God. Complete it was God who broke down the wall yeah, in response yeah. to their, their obedience. obedience. And I ask, if they are shouting at the first, they would have walls have come down. No. <laughs> because <laughs> that's not the instruction. So she be asking, what was the instruction? And they followed all diligently. So right after that, they went to A, mm. which was a very small town, yeah. and they lost the battle yes. because of disobedience. Exactly. Now, when we walk with the Lord, I'm a Methodist. In the, in the light, light of, of his, his word. word. What I'm a sure you're glory. Quoting, you're quoting While we do his good, good will, will, he abides with us. Still. And with what all glory. who will trust. Yes, and, and we should be teaching people mm. obedience mm. to the truth of the word. We are promising people uh, uh, an overnight miracle. Mm. When they sow twenty-four hours, yeah, miracle. At, so give two hundred and forty dollars mm. for twenty-four hour miracle. Mm. That is fraud. Wow, no other word to explain oh, it no. and describe you it see, than this. And, it's and, exactly and, and what it's it important is. because um, the Bible. We don't. When you pick verses, it's good to pick because maybe we are driving a point, and so we do that. But as you know, as Doc was just alluding to. You will always go into trouble when you pick verses and build on them. Mm. Because originally, the word of God as we have it was not written in chapters and verses. Yeah, yeah. It was a complete manuscript. And then they broke them into portions. And then gradually with the Latin Vulgate, they inculcated the the chapters first. And then later they added the verses. And then much more recently, then they, they, you know... Translate it fully them, into yeah. English. So you can't pick one and mm, one and mm, then you go. Because the, the, the hymn you just talked about, look at what it says in Proverbs. Trust with the Lord with, with all, all thine heart. Mm. You're not doing it halfway. With, with all your heart. 
and then and then he has asked you to try with all your heart. <laughs> then he also gives you as a more interesting one. <laughs> Lead not onto on thy own, own understanding, and you have educated yourself. He says, still, when it comes to me, it's a different game, which is what they didn't do between Jer- Jericho and I, mm. because they, this is what God had told them to do. Yeah. It was not for everything. It was for that period. Ah. <laughs> Give me a high five. <laughs> it was not for everything. It was for that period. Oh, yeah. And that is it. So lean not. He, God used this yesterday. You're not going to do that today. Mm. Why? Because the challenge of yesterday called for a certain level of faith and God used you to do it. Mm. The challenge of today is different from yesterday. So you can apply the same level. That is why in the temple, originally, when you go into the temple from the north gate, it's against the law to go out through the north gate. If you go into the north gate, you must go through the south gate. Yes, if you enter by the eastern gate, you must go by the western gate. God doesn't give us the luxury of saying this the way we do it every time. We don't have that luxury. So, Lean not unto thine own understanding. He doesn't leave you there. uh, And you know, now I'm home alone. (laughs) And then it says, In all thy ways. (laughs) Need you go any further? And the the ways are not that easy. He says, Good or bad. A sickness in health. Acknowledge him. Then, and only then, can you say, He will not direct your path. So if you take one and you say, He will direct your path. It doesn't gel. This is how God does it. I know how he does it. I'm sure you, ju- you just set yourself yeah. on a tangent. I, I worry yeah. a lot when I see people so sure of what God wants to do. Mm. I worry. Because mm. he's God. And is that not what this 21st century or this modern time Christianity appears to be upholding? Dear listener, your dial is on 97.3 City FM. Our WhatsApp and text lines are open and this program is very interactive. You can send your comments via WhatsApp line 0549998 And um, I'll take a very a short break and uh, we are aware that uh, come Friday, which is exactly six days from today, uh, this is your day and our Christian family on City 97.3 FM. We are all converging uh, at the Assemblies of God, Central Assemblies of God, Koforidua, for a family all night. Our theme for this month is Plead My Cause, O God. Just give me a few minutes. I'll be back shortly. This October, 97.3 City FM All Night Prayer Service. Koforidia, here we come. Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my health. Psalm 35, verse 1 and 2. The time to pray is now. All family and friends in the Eastern Region, join us on Friday, 25th of October, 2019 at 9 p.m. We are all gathering at the Central Assembly of God near the ECG on the hospital road. Tell a friend to tell a friend living in Koforidia, Bonso, Begro, in Kurakang, Tafo, Kokorentumi, Suhum, Asokori, Osiem, Jumapo, and its surrounding communities to make a date with us. It is a spiritual sermon, a divine subpoena to you and your family. Make sure everybody represents. It is Koforidia City, 97.3 family all night. Be there. God bless you. This is City 97.3. 
You're welcome back. Thank you very much. And just as you heard in the advert of come Friday the 25th, of October, we are all going to Kofrodia for this family all night. Plead my cause, oh God. Well, meanwhile, your dial is on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. One of the things that our modern day Christianity has been uh, daunted with, if I'm permitted to use that word, is the prophetic. Yes. The prophetic. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Um, I I have a lot of admiration for. It, it looks like you won't allow me to ask the question. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, obvious. it's obvious. You know, seriously, you know, and look, truth be told, I really like. I have my own favorites among the prophets that we have now. You know, from a social perspective, I watch them a few times, um, and I some of them are very nice to see. And I, I would say that some of them are doing what they can. Because, you know, f- from where I see it, looking at some of them, their background and the knowledge that they've had. Mm. And, you see, they are dealing with human beings. And they have the people. Our own brothers, sisters, and cousins are all going there. Some, all these are key churches. Their members are there. Mm. And as long as they are left on their own, they will keep their trend. So somebody needs to they need to be reached. However, I'll say this. I can understand their side, but if you hear what those who should know better teach sometimes, mm. you can't criticize mm. the professor. So mm. that, that's all I'm trying to say. Mm. Look, mm. respectfully, and no, I'm not being rude, but day to day, what is the academic level across board? How close have they been in their growing years in terms of studying the word, mm. being engaged in online Bible study and teaching services and reading and researching and meeting and making good mm. friends. Mm. So I can almost understand their style and in a sense, reluctantly respect it. Mm. Because the things I hear, those who know good stuff teach these days. Mm. Mm. And those guys will not teach some of the things that people teach. Mm-hmm. Also, they are trying to keep up with yeah. uh, the right, trends yeah. of the time, right? Because I, is uh-huh. it that is it that they want to keep their members from moving to those uh, circles? For, for some, that's the that's the issue. Yeah. You mm. see, uh, we cannot demonize the whole prophetic no. ministry, yeah, because it's biblical. But the excesses we are also mm, finding mm, are as well mm. biblical. <laughs> yeah, of course. In the sense that the Bible tells us that these things will come. Yeah. See, but, yeah. but is it that once it is written in the Bible, it means... Because earlier on you have just uh, set the tone for us to look at the completeness of truth. Yeah. Rather than uh, just taking a part of it and then applying it like you yeah. gave the example in uh, what really brought the walls of Jericho down, yeah. you see. So if, just like uh, Cardinal said, if you listen to what those who should know better are teaching now, and then now we are, <laughs> I mean, having to swallow what is given to us hook, line, and sinker, shouldn't we still uphold the same uh, We formula? should, we should. Um, Acts chapter 17 verse 11 speaks about the Berean Christians. And that's what we ought to be. But what I'm saying is that we are not serious about the word. Mm. It is the greatest treasure we have, and yet we don't take it seriously. Because somebody is promising us that, listen, there is something that is more valuable Mm. than the word. Mm. You need a miracle. Mm. And 
Forget about the word. You need a miracle. Mm. I know a preacher who says that who, he, doesn't, he doesn't need to quote the scripture. All he needs is to pray for you. That's what you came for. You need a miracle. Wow. And people are using all kinds of things to lure others. Mm. Now, we have been deceitfully oriented, some of us, wow. to think that truth does not sell. Okay. But that is a deceitful orientation. Truth sells. Mm. And if we keep teaching truth, what is true, the people will follow. What I realized is that I've had a lot of people in who left our churches. Mm -hmm. So there was a day, I'm a Methodist, there was a day when uh, at one leaders meeting in one of the churches where I served, mm. uh, a lot of people came from a particular church. So I didn't know they were coming from a particular church. A lot of people came. Mm. Apparently, they had left the church and come back, and they, they had all decided, listen, we need to go back to the church. Wow, because, those who left. Yes, and they had all decided we need to go back. So we asked them to share their, their experience and why they have come back. And when one of them, who is very good on the keyboard, mm. he said, Osofo, since I left this church and went to that place, I, I am in the church like a professional organist. Wow. I have lost my devotion. Which is one of God. the things I wanted us to talk about. But go ahead, please. Okay. He said, I lost my devotion to God. When I come here and I'm playing the keyboard, I'm expected to play it worshipfully. Mm. But over there, I'm always looking at the minister to get instruction because the least thing I do, he can insult me from the microphone in front of the congregation. And that is all right. It's ac That's acceptable. Yes. So, so we have all these things going on uh, around us mm. and we need to know the word to know where to be to know what the prophetic really is and what is teaching now us this what we are doing in the name of Christ is not prophecy you see, and that's what we'll, we'll come back to that but my 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 um yeah. producer is asking me to respond to so, i mean all the uh whatsapp comments that are coming good evening man of god unfortunately there is nothing like modern day christianity it it's the incoming of the charismatic movement that have given us cause to believe that concept. The gospel being preached today is still mainly on prosperity, breakthroughs, success, and wealth, basically mammon. In Malachi chapter 2, verse 7, scripture indicates that priests' lips uh, should keep knowledge. However, the pastors we have today have nowhere near, come nowhere near, come nowhere near the proper knowledge and wisdom of God. Both the pastors and the entire nation have lost the true values of Christianity. The Christian race in Ghana needs God's intervention. This is Uncle Ben McCarthy Hill. Let me also add this and then we can respond to all of them. This one says, Dear man of God, great topic thanks by this revelation, ignorant of the uh, word of God, even among the literates, is serious. So, how do we solve the degree of the ignorance with our many illiterates in villages and cities as well? Let's note the word of God in the devil's hand, which is dangerous. Regards, Albert Kofiakwa from Asinfo. So, thank you, Albert, for coming through. Tricia says, Does God then abhor medical treatment? Okay, and uh, Philip from Takradi says, Very educative learning a lot today. Um, let me begin with uh, Cardinal. Yeah. Has the charismatic move uh, changed the Christianity altogether? Not at all. Not at all. Not in any way. Um, here's the thing. You see, 
the charismatic movement as we have it now is tied into something in our lives. And probably it's important that we do that connect. Um, around, um, you know, when we had the coup, from the time we had the, the last key coup, we brought Jerry to power. Mm. And then we had the June 4th blood flow and all that. There was quietly a subjection of the faith people. Mm. And then came the uh, and the rule that every church should be registered. Yeah. And the the guys who the mainline charismatic guys today at the time were the ones being described as mushroom mushroom and all churches, that. yes. And Quietly, we're praying and binding and fighting against the <laughs> yes. military regime. We're yeah. going to pray. Dagaune was also part. <laughs> um, we prayed and prayed. Now, here's what happened. When it, a time came and they had to now join the Christian councils, Pentecostal yeah. councils, yeah. so that they will be protected. In majority, they don't find space. Mm. They were not accommodated. Because we were really trying to push things. It didn't work. Mm. A few people had favor. And they were roped into one or two of the places. But somehow, it was still the um, Christian Council, especially, and the Catholic Secretariat, who actually protected the charismatic and the the so-called mushroom churches because they were not seed in to that law. And they actually, though they didn't open up to the people to join them immediately, they stood their ground and protected everybody. Okay. And kudos to them. Okay. Now came the new idea of nation building and the military regime. Mm. Where the anti-Kalabule squad were out there lashing the mothers at KJTR ah, and Makola on the open streets. Yeah. And seizing everything. My mom had a saving. They would come and everything. So things became so bad. And then also emerged the fight to find support Mm. to go to school. And teachers emerged. People had lost their jobs. Now it was, you know, I mean, you go to work and they kick you out. You hear your, you have been dismissed on On, air and whatever. And it, it was around all these environments that, the, the charismatic guys were also fighting and pushing strongly and things emerged. What we have had was a certain level of balance that l- was lacked in our mainline Orthodox okay. churches in terms of the fieriness of the work. The Orthodox guys will always survive through time because they are very smart. What they did was to eventually, and that's the extreme power of some of these organizations, Christian organizations, they look into themselves and realize we need to be more open to our children. Mm. Because if you, uh, you should recall, so there are some folks who were already in the Orthodox churches going to church with their parents. They are very, very, they are very good homes. And then they come to Scripture you know, and join the, uh, the yeah, SU. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. get born again. And then they join the, um, the one that became, as you say, Kanda Fellowship. Yeah. Ka- mm-hmm. You know, we have them everywhere. Yeah. So they'll go to the fellowships. Uku. And then, and then, the, thank you. Okay. Yes. And they'll go to their churches, mm. but they will not find rest in terms of taking the fire. Yeah, yeah. So what eventually happened was that some of them spent more time here. But in time, a few of them also went back okay. and decided that 
God doesn't want them to leave the Orthodox, but they'll be there awake. Generate the fire. So the Christ, I'm trying to say something. The charismatic thrived because we really had the support of the main, other churches. churches yes, yeah. to an extent, to to stay put. Only that in other desperate situations called desperate measures because okay. of the isolation and the fight the mushroom and mushroom the one man churches if I'm older than the church I will not I worship will not it man the church is older than a lot of people <laughs> but, so they were marginalized mm. there was no support nobody would sponsor them and they they did a lot to stand on their feet and mm. they've been successful enough however there is a there's balance coming mm. because the same guys today can't handle that kind of thing the yeah, fresh guys are doing yeah, and powerful do. things are coming up yeah. uh, powerful things are coming up well we may not be able to respond to everything but before we went to the um uh, whatsapp comments that have come we were actually talking about the modern day prophetic application and what we call the prophetic how, how different is it from what the Bible uh, presents to us as should be what prophecy and the prophetic is? <laughs> In those days, if you read the scriptures and studied the prophets in the Bible, mm. you saw them as people who injected sanity into society. Mm. They came and called people to order. They came and prompted people to live lives that are worthy of praise to God and of emulation by others. Today, what we see in the prophetic ministry is, your name is Daniela, uh, Daniel Benzing. You come from Takwa. And, uh, as if you didn't know. <laughs> yes, as, yes as, if, as if you didn't know. And then, once these ones are gotten right, they can say anything at all. And then they clap. Recently, I was listening to a preacher. I was listening to a preacher. This is my prophet, though. And he was trying to give synonyms of, of suddenly. Mm. So he said he looked up the word to understand what it, it, it meant. Means. And he mentioned words like immediately, mm-hmm. speedily. Mm-hmm. The, and as he mentioned those words, they were screaming and shouting. And I was like, what are they shouting for? Yeah, <laughs> prophetic pronouncements. Jesus. Instantly. So, <laughs> you see, so we, we have not become deep people. Mm. And that is the basic problem with us. That's like our politics. Oh, yes. Within. Let's, you see, not, let's not go there. <laughs> you see, um, um, uh, Ozofu, I have been asking myself a question, which is one of the things I wanted us to really deal with. But mm. Maybe we'll continue another yeah. time. Next week. Yes, Dad. Next week. <laughs> I'll come. God willing. Hi. Uh, <laughs> this one. This one. <laughs> the producer should clap. Yeah. You see, I'm asking that these, when, when we gather at any prayer meeting, mm. you, do you know that, have you re- noticed that the African Christian feels more spiritual? Let's talk about the Ghanaian Christian. Yes. Feels more spiritual when they had to engage the devil in what they call warfare than when they have to engage God, who is the source of worship. their power, in worship and praise. Or to pray for winning of souls. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. We put in more energy over there. But is the devil really supposed to be our concern mm. when we have the all-powerful God on our side? Mm. I have a problem. When the African Christian, or the Ghanaian Christian, I should say, is more concerned about 
some demons who have gathered somewhere who are planning some weapon against you. And the same the same Christian is quoting the scripture and saying, No weapon fashioned against, against me, me shall prosper. prosper. If you know the weapon fashioned against you shall not prosper, why are you right. spending so much time on that one? <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. We, we, we are saying Christ mm-hmm. has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Have you made a curse for yes. us? For it is written, curse anyone that has the tree. That's yeah. the blessings of Abraham mm-hmm. might come upon the Gentiles. So he might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Mm-hmm. This is Galatians 3, 13 and 14. And we are told in Galatians 5, 1, to stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Mm-hmm. So that we will not be entangled mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. with the yoke of bondage. But we are not able to stand in that. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking myself, we go and meet and then I'm asking myself three years ago we prayed and then the prophet said that case was broken the following year, he, the same prophet mm-hmm. organized altar against altar mm-hmm. and told you that there is a curse in your family. Which are, are you with me? So we, are, so we are using her. So we are used, you see, instead of getting people to say, that, listen, Jesus Christ has, I've been telling them, listen, mm-hmm. if someone tells me that someone has taken your name, written your name, giving it to a fetish priest, and I saw it, and I, I won't even pray about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I won't pray about mm-hmm. it. This thing has already been taken care of. It has been dealt with. It's been dealt with. Are you with me? Yeah. It's been dealt with. I've been redeemed from any curse whatsoever. Mm. And Ezekiel 18, 1 to 3, mm. God said something over there through the prophet. He said, what is this proverb mm. that I hear you say in Israel? That the fathers, fathers have, have eaten, eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set, set on, on edge. edge. And he said, as long as I live, saith the Lord. Who lives? God. God lives. They said, as long Does as I God live, die? this proverb will not be said mm, again. Mm. Please. He said, we are theologians. <laughs> I'm a theologian. I'm giving you an assignment. Go and read the Bible. Mm. The Old Testament. Go and read the Bible. And tell me, give me one example of a situation after God made that pronouncement. Mm. It means you have to do a chronological yeah, analysis. Yeah. And tell, Give me one example of an occasion where somebody's father Mm. or mother did something and the children had to suffer for it. Mm. From that day, mm. you will not find a single example in the Bible where somebody's father did something and spiritually, the consequence came upon the children. Okay. Are, are you with yeah, me? Yeah. Now, pending the coming of Jesus for our salvation mm. from sin. You, you, you got what yes. I'm saying? Every, the soul that sings shall, shall bear, die. Yes. She will bear the consequences. Mm. But even we who are now who have now been saved by Jesus, are still saying that my grandfather did something. And it is the African Christian who thinks Mm. that his father has done something Mm. that has brought a curse on him. The white man who came and bought human beings. The white man who threw our forefathers into the sea when they thought that, oh, you are sick. So you can't go and work. So they'll throw you into the sea. They take them over there. And if you are to work and you can't work, they shoot you. Their forefathers have not done any sin Mm. that is bringing a curse on them. But the African Christian, look at the software, Mate, and, and all the things he's doing. If we don't change this orientation, mm. his great grandchildren will come and say that their forefathers have done something evil, wow. which fact- must be broken before they can go on. Mm. And you see, our backwardness 
is a result of irresponsibility, not inability. Wow. And it is not a consequence of any demonic attack. I have a problem. Let me just add this one. I have a problem. When we gather around and we are saying that uh, accidents are happening on our roads, it's demons who are causing it. As far as I'm concerned, there are demons, and demons can cause accidents, but not in Ghana. <laughs> you know why? Tell me. The prayers we pray work, Papa. Mm. But you see, there are two types of demons. Mm. There are demons that are from de- the devil, and there are demons that we produce out of our irresponsibility. <laughs> so, those demons that come out of our irresponsibility, they are not exercised through prayers. How are they exercised? Through personal responsibility. Personal Go responsibility and deal with the potholes. Go and deal with the mm. mango. Go and deal with all the things and the traffic and the, and the accidents on our road. Whatever happens, the rains will come, the winds will blow, the, the nature will take its course. But we have to... Have you built on a solid rock? Mm. That's the place of personal responsibility. Mm. So, you have not built on a solid rock and then you are praying every demon that is causing any wind to come against my house. In the name of Jesus, my house will stand. It will collapse. <laughs> Thank you very much, Reverend Dr. Solomon, North of Mount Zion Methodist Church. Um, well, what... Okay, well, Cardinal. You, you know... Cardinal, you, Cardinal, Cardinal, yeah. please. <laughs> we right. have just, I have just one minute. Oh, know. wow. Yes, we have just one minute. He looks worried. To <laughs> Listen, no, no, next week, next <laughs> week, next week, yes, we are going. No, I just, in, fact, in fact, next week, uh-huh. we'll enter into what materialism yes. in the 21st century or in the modern Because I wanted to address the first question. I, I, I saw that no, before. The, when we talk about <laughs> prosperity, God's prosperity, God's prosperity, prosperity is in the Bible. Yes. It is materialism that mm. we should be dealing with. Next week, you've promised us you're coming, and I'm sure we'll. But what On account we, of God's grace. That's right. It's, it's Amen. Theology. Amen. <laughs> I told you. What, what, what should? What are some of the steps we should be taking? Maybe one or two, and then next week we'll continue. According to Shakespeare, the fault, dear Brutus, is not in our stars, but in ourselves. That's why in the beginning I started by saying that Christianity does not change mm. because the person we worship. Hebrews 13, 8. Mm. The same yesterday, today, and, and forever. forever. And that was why when he was speaking, I threw in just like the cliffhanger and I said, oh, politics. I'm not attacking anybody. The mindset cuts across every area of our lives. Mm. I don't know whether our producer is aware, but there are serious Christians who are very powerful in their churches. But when they're going to their hometowns, they'll drive to the nearest <laughs> hometown and park their car <laughs> and join another friend and go. <laughs> And yet he says that whatever the soul of my feet says, yeah, I have to exactly. So it still comes down to the understanding <laughs> that we will we, we will do that Thank you at a moment much. in time. Reverend Reverend Solomon Lotte, can you say a word of prayer for our children? In fact, once you begin to look at subjects like this or topics like this, you know that the yep. youth can become immediate material yeah. and then they will become ignorant and before let's pray for the Christian community, more so the youth. Father, we give you glory and praise and thanks for the privilege we have to share your word. In Romans 10, 1 and 2, Paul said that my heart's desire is that you should be saved. But I bear you record that even though you have a zeal for God, your zeal is not according to knowledge. And Proverbs 19, 2 says that zeal without knowledge is no good. We have a lot of young people who are missing the providential way because they are not hearing the truth. They hear the word of God, but the word of God 
imprecisely presented. Mm. We are praying that, Father, you grant grace to let the word invade, the truth of your word invade any territory of their hearts yes. and minds oh. that have been shrouded with all kinds of teachings mm. that are not properly properly uh, drained from your word. Yes. It is our prayer in the name of Jesus that you will help save this nation by the light of your word. Yes. For the Father. entrance of your word giveth light and giveth understanding to the simple. Mm. Grant grace, O God, for the young people of this nation. For there are so many enticing things. Mm. And just as spoke to Solomon by Lemuel, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Do not and consent. we are praying for grace not to consent to the enticing activities of the enemy in Jesus' name. Mm. There are so many things that have been said to lure us from the path of righteousness. Yes, but Father. God, please let your grace abound. Let your grace, let your grace abound. Yes. And like the prodigal son, no matter how far we have gone, and no matter how much we have wasted, please help us to come back Mm. to our senses. Yes, Help Lord. us to come back to ourselves yes, and to return Amen. to the truth of your word. Yes, we give you glory and we give you praise for Ghana. A lot of people are going through distresses. Yes, A lot of people are going through depression. Yes, we are in hard times. Lord, please grant your grace to us to know grace. how to maneuver so that, Lord, we can return to that place of peace and comfort yes. that lies in you. Come unto me, O ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Lord, please give us your rest. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank amen. you very much, Reverend Dr. Powerful. Solomon. Not uh, Reverend Cephas yes, Thanks so much. My producer, Reverend Maoli Chikata. God bless so you. So we continue next week? Next week, by the grace mm -hmm. of God. We'll talk about okay. some funny things that people yeah. believe, but, yes. they're not, uh, talks, but they're not real Christians. Let me, say, let me okay. say thank you to Desmond uh, Nyako for coming through. Happy birthday to my covenant brother, Reverend Nikwafi of Action Chapel. Dan Soman, today you celebrated your birthday. God bless you for what the Lord is using you for. And also, uh, a belated birthday to you, Madame Aqua. God bless you. And now, the all night on Friday 25th. Please don't miss it. Yeah! This October, 96.